What's up, guys? I'm Paul. This is Paul in Theology, and we are going through Genesis 14, 1 through 16 in uh, Trust in Jesus Ministries. So if you haven't checked out the book, read it, the verses that we're going through, go ahead and check those out. Come back. We'll answer the four questions. If you've already read it, we're going to jump into it. Now we're on the uh, next episode of Abram, and this one has to do with him and Lot. And so uh, really, first off, this is it's pretty cool, man. It's, it's wartime. We're going to see a, a major war going on here. And Abram's a gets dragged into it a little bit because of Lot. But we're going to find out that brother, oh, warrior. So what what is he saying? What's the guy saying? Well, he said there's all these kings, uh, I think four specific kings, and they are kind of like the chief kings, the head kings. And then there's the other, these other kings. Uh, there's five of them, and they are like underlings, uh, vice regents. And then they were serving this guy, these kings, for a while, and then they decided to rebel, and so they rebel. Well, uh, the 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 overlords, the 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 Matt, the big kings, beat them, man. Uh, but in the process of beating them, they take. Uh, well, this is what you do when you win. You know, you plunder, you take, and you get. And so the big kings actually took all of what Sodom and Gomorrah had, and as they took their possessions, they also took lot. And so um, when they did that. One of the the uh, survivors from the war went and told Abram and uh, they said he's a Hebrew. So on a side note, it's the first time in scripture that the people are known as Hebrew. Abram is called a Hebrew. And uh, it's a cool name because in um, the, I'm not quite sure about the etymology. I read a little bit about it, but it said that because uh, in, in um, Hebrew, it's Ivre. In Ivre, that word is cognate or close to similar word called to cross over. And so the name could come from the idea they crossed over the Red Sea uh, whenever they um, um, were freed from from Egypt. But uh, I'm not not super sure about that also. But one thing it is, it comes from Eber, which is in the line of uh, Seth. And um, that is like where they got their name. That's they, they great, great granddaddy. But anyway, um, yeah, they said uh, they went and talked to Abram and told him about it. And Abram got his folks, man. He got, I think, like 313 trained warriors, man, that were in his household. And uh, they went out and they 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 got he got his cousin back, man. He uh, his uh, nephew. He got his nephew back, man, uh, and the possessions of it. And so, uh, yeah, it was like he ain't playing, man. He mounted up. And what's the thing about it is. Is that uh, this the people that um, Abram took over? Man, it was it was him by himself when they had five kings against four, and they couldn't defeat them. And so this is uh, saying something about Abram. I think the author is conveying the idea that man, when God is for you, who can be against you? When it comes to the promises, the promises will not be thwarted. When it comes to the power and the might. Of the Lord, you know who got it. You know who got it. And so what's it saying about God? Well, I think it's saying for us that if God is for us, man, he's, he's a hedge of protection. God is our protection. He is the God of protection. He promised something. And I know we keep coming back to this, the faithfulness of God to carry out his promises. But that's the idea of Genesis is that nothing can thwart the promises of God. Man can't. 
the world can't. Satan can't. Nothing can. Our own selves. When we try to thwart the promises of God, it will not happen. God is faithful to that. But he's got a protection, man. He, he He's protecting Abram as he's going to do what he's called to do, man. You know, what he should do. And so because he is keeping the promises that he has made, saying that he's going to be a nation, saying that he's going to have a son, he's going to possess the land. Well, as uh, uh, Abram goes to do the thing that he that he uh, feels called to do, which is to save his nephew, God protects him. What's it say about man? Well, I think that it says that we need to be ready to protect our people. Man, we are called to be a community together. From the very beginning, we saw that we were called into community, to communion with each other and to communion with God. And so as we share in that community, kindred uh, community, uh, relations, it's a huge deal in uh, the Hebrew culture. And so this is something that should be carried out to us as now we know that we are all children or, or uh, uh, sons and daughters of Abraham because we are that way by faith. And so this, this community that has been seen and shown and the way we love and care for one another should be the same thing that we have today. So when we see another brother or sister in, in harm, um, whether it be spiritual or physical, mental, uh, uh, whatever it may be, emotional, we should run to their rescue. We should run to help, to lift up, to bear the burdens. And Paul speaks to this all the time. So I think that's what it's saying is that we should be there to help our brethren. How do we apply these truths to our lives, man? Well, I think because of that, we should be bold. We should be bold, knowing that nothing can touch us when we stand on the promises of God. Now, this ain't no uh, what do you claim it and fame it or wealth and health, but it is the truth that if God has called us to something, there's nothing that will thwart that plan until it is carried out. I think there was one uh, uh, person I don't know who it was. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, but he says, "I'm invincible until." God has done with the plans that he has planned me to do. Saying there's nothing that can touch him. Nothing can touch those who are called by God for a purpose to be done until he's done with you. So be bold. Be bold as you go out and carry out the mission of God. So that's the application today is be bold in carrying out the mission of God. We're going to see the consequences that's going to happen from this incident as uh, as uh, Abram comes and defeats these people, which is it's crazy. Like I said, man, he's one he's a one man army. He's a one man army. And so the people that he actually defeated were the ones that were in um, Canaan later on. And uh, the the uh, people of Israel after leaving Egypt saw them and said, man, we can't, we can't handle these folks, man. They too big. They too dangerous. They were feared. But Abram, man, with the courage and the power of Yahweh behind him, man, he was able to do many things. But we're going to talk about the consequences that happened after that. And we're going to see some cool stuff. So can't, can't wait to see you guys back again. And uh, I'll see you in the next episode.